Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. This week, I'd like to mention a little bit about Brexit and the market volatility and uncertainty. Now, as you know, Brexit is all about the UK exiting from the European Union. Now, you will have had to have had your head in the sand if you didn't know what was going on right now. So I'm not going to talk so much about the details around Brexit. There's some information in our e-news. If you clicked on the link to have a look at the market wrap, you'll see some thoughts on what's happening with Brexit, particularly around the financial sector and how that impacts financial companies like QBE, for instance, who um, whose share price fell quite swiftly. Now, market volatility's gone up. There's a lot of uncertainty around what's happening. But just remember that when situations like this occur on our market, and we've seen that happen uh, many times before. Remember back in um, January and February earlier this year, the market fell quickly into its low. And sometimes the market needs to do this to, to pad out the low before it then can start moving higher. At this point, it's still possible the market could fall a little bit further. However, as you know, the analysis overall, we have been expecting the market to find support and then start moving higher. Now, some really strong levels on our market at the moment are around 5,150 points and, and 5,000 points. So there's a really strong level underneath where the market currently is at the moment. Remember too that with uncertainty around, sometimes the market can move a little bit faster when there is a sell-off or when there's buying. Let's not forget the fiscal cliff back in 2011. There was a lot of talk post the GFC about how the um, the US economy could collapse, the, hence the name the fiscal cliff. However, post that, and it was only some months after they debated this whole issue, that in 2012 we saw one of the biggest rises on our market and through to 2013 in a long time. So could this be a repeat that we're soon about to see once the dust settles a little bit on what's happening with Brexit? Now, we know foreign exchange markets have been hit quite hard. Uh, the British pound was sold off quite heavily. Great for people who are travelling over in the UK at the moment. But just remember that the big end of town are always looking for volatility and any reason that it's going to play into their hands when they start buying or selling or pushing the market in one direction. And this sort of uh, reaction to the Brexit um, set up a perfect situation for a lot of those big funds because they can trade in and out of the market, very big positions um, in the same day. And when the market's moving, as you can imagine, this can be quite profitable. However, if you have a medium to longer term outlook and you've got solid stocks in your portfolio with good prospects, typically they're likely to rebound or hold reasonably steady. If you've got exposure to, say, materials, stocks in the energy sector that were hit a little bit harder, then your portfolio may experience a bit more volatility. Now, prior to the Brexit announcement, it appeared that the general consensus, or there was an overwhelming consensus, that the UK would remain in the European Union. And so, of course, when the the announcement was made, that was apparently a shock to, to markets. And, of course, we've seen this huge volatility. However, when you look at the Australian market overall, and the moves that it has from time to time, it doesn't appear right now that investors are in a huge hurry to get out of their shares. 
apart from those that may have already sold as a reaction to the announcement. Also too, while this increases business uncertainty around the globe at the moment, it could take years before this whole thing works into full effect. Governments are likely to announce economic stimuluses because the biggest concern is whether it could have an impact on economic growth and the Fed obviously will be closely, the US Fed will be closely watching what's going on and they may delay increasing the rates in the US. Uh, There was talk that they were likely to increase rates as soon as September. This may now be pushed out till the end of the year. I listened to a European minister who said that two things could occur depending on who is elected in the UK. Um, One, if they're in the Remain camp, then um, things could take some days before the decisions are finalised with the UK moving out of the, the European Union. He actually said that if it was a person who was in the exit camp, then the wheels could move into motion much quicker. Of course, any announcement about economic stimulus is likely to support markets to move higher. What is interesting is when I was watching um, the sectors move, that the property sector was quite resilient relative to the market. So actually, if we were looking at what happened on the day that the market fell out of bed, on that was last Friday, then the market itself as a whole fell by around 3%. If we could look at property property sector, which fell by only 2%, the energy sector was closer to 4%, financials were closer to 4%, materials closer to 4%, the healthcare sector only around 2%, consumer discretionary around 2.6%. So that gives you a feel for those sectors that are acting as more defensive. And this is why having a spread of good solid stocks, some of them that are paying dividends, like property stocks are at a time when they're going ex-dividend, and you could say they've actually defied the sell-off that occurred. So you will see them falling now because stocks will fall when they go ex-dividend, they go, they're trading ex the dividend. They usually fall the value of the dividend, depending on, um, of course, whether they're fully franked or not. In the case of some property stocks, they may not be. So therefore, and of course, they may fall by just the value of the dividend. I noticed that Stockland fell by a little bit more than the dividend this week. Uh, GPT fell pretty close to um, the dividend. The main thing that you can do as an investor is to have a medium to long-term approach to your investments. Don't be pulled into reacting to short-term activity on the market like this or where there's a lot of emotion on the market. You're better off to wait till the dust settles and then let the market show you what it's going to do because the market will unfold how it's going to unfold. A short-term low was expected on the market as we've talked about in the e-news for a number of weeks and now we may just be seeing that low coming in. Of course, as a savvy investor, you always have a strategy to position yourself well for times of volatility and have your stop losses in place so that you can manage risk. This will give you a balanced approach to the market and keep you safe for the long term. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.